This is a third class on these two Hayyayim Yayims. The Hayyayim Yayim of Gimel Chadal Kisav are a continuation. So let's start from the beginning again. Pardon my repetition, but I'm not going to repeat myself. I'm going to move along. We're going to get to the new issue that's relevant for today. So, so go back to the first page. There will be page Hay at the bottom. And we're going to read the text of the entry of the of the uh, Inyan. Mesichas Azmor Asichah from the Ramarash in Elul Tov Fresh Lamadei, 1775. Three days before Shabbos, who Hachana the Shabbos is a preparation for Shabbos. A Shabbos doctored in Zehar, and Shabbos is written in Zehar. The name is Baruch and Kulu Yaman. Shabbos blesses all of the days. And Kulu Yaman is Kol Sheshit Miyashavu. All days means all six days of the week. And for all of this, Hashem gave a basic blessing. There's a blessing which comes into the world on Shabbos. That from Shabbos it radiates to all of time. And the blessing, of course, is. God Almighty blesses you, but He only blesses you if you help yourself. The blessings of the Abish that manifest in the good that we do. So, not like we understand it in convention that Shabbos blesses the six days after it, and that the six days before prepare for Shabbos. Rather, Shabbos blesses six days. Which six days? The three days beyond and three days prior. The three days before Shabbos already blessed by Shabbos. I, Shabbos hasn't happened. Yet, Shabbos blesses the three preparatory days to Shabbos before Shabbos even arrives. We spoke about that great length in the last two Sundays, so we're not going to repeat this. The Achonah to Shabbos, beginning on Wednesday, Shabbos is already blessing. What Shabbos blessing from Wednesday? Shabbos is blessing preparation. To have Shabbos, you have to work. You want to have Shabbos, you have to invest. So, beginning on Wednesday, the preparation for Shabbos begins. And that Anza is the instruction, get ready for Shabbos. Is that Kleine Lechunerana on Wednesday morning? But every day we read the Shir Shayim, Hashir Shahoyu, Akoyim, Aimim, Alvim, Aimim, Pesa, Mektosh, right? Sunday we say Adavad Mizme, and on Monday we say Livne Kerach, and Tuesday we say Mizmal Yasef, and so on. Each day of the week we read one of the Psalms, which was sung also on the Pesa Mektosh. On Wednesday we read Kel Nekomis, but we also read the first three. The small that we read on Wednesday is the Torah, is the Siddur telling us, okay, time to get ready for Shabbos. Turn the page now, if you don't mind, flip it over. Top of page, Bob. We need to explain the meaning of these three Sukkim, how Shabbos blesses the three days before Shabbos to prepare for Shabbos, and it all begins with Come, let us sing. Now, if you were here last Sunday, which I hope you were, and I'm sorry if you weren't, but we can't travel back in time, we spoke about the Rina and Simcha. Remember? We spoke about the Rina and Simcha. And the Zayar says, Rinana Beramsha and Simcha Betzafra. Rinana means singing is at night, and joy, Simcha, is in the morning. Rani the Simcha Bastian, the Chanukah, my mother. So Rani is at night, and joy is in the morning. What's the difference? When does a person sing? When they long, when they want. When does a person have joy? When they have. 
In other words, rina, singing, is a direction of trying to reach up towards the Eivishter. And simcha, joy, is when the Eivishter shines down upon us and we react to it with an expression of happiness. Now, of course, as you all know, there's different types of music. There's music of simcha, which is, which is a different issue. We're not going to go into that at the moment. But the idea of negina, music has a direction of up. I've told this to you before that it says in the Holy Books that of all the chushim, of all the different senses, art, music, dance, and so on, music more than anything else has the ability to bring a person to the point of kalisa nefesh. Powerful music, deep music, soul-stirring music can even bring a person to the point where his neshama is going to leave his body, God forbid, it should never happen. That's the power of the neshama out of the goof, so to speak, that music has. So at night, when we're far away from Hashem, we sing. Sing meaning wishing to come closer to Him. During the day, when we're close to the Amish, then we rejoice. We have simcha, right? So a chunaranim is come, let us sing. What is the denotation of singing? We're far away and we want to get close. So the Amish that says, what does Lechu mean? Lechu means go and sing, right? Friday night, David, she says to a yid, your neshama has been out in the world for a week. You're coming home to be with your husband for Shabbos. That's what Aisha's Chayel is about. I told you many, many times that what Shabbos is. We go away from the world to the next of the Ebishter. When it comes Friday night, the Ebishter says, we say to ourselves, come, let us sing. Sing means to go away from the place we are. To reconnect to the Ebishter is a direction of up. Up is singing. Shabbos morning is already a time of, of joy, a time of simcha or pleasure, as it were, because we're already closer to the Ebishter. So Wednesday, the preparation for Shabbos begins with the statement of Come, let us sing. So the Rebbe says, "Api mida beutas midas kolodam." We start saying "Luchuniran." They're going to give an explanation. Mitzvah. Wednesday, second line into the paragraph. As man heipton trachten, when a person begins to contemplate, vu men vetnemen of Shabbos. How am I going to have for Shabbos? Hein be pastors both materially. Page vav, page vav, top of the page, the fourth line of the entry. When hein midvasvet men Shabbosin. How are we going to have Shabbos? I keep on telling you, the Rebbe says in the Geras Hakedah, the last page of Tanya, of the whole book. He writes that the Chitainius of Shabbos, the Chitainius of Shabbos is not to work. And the Pnimitz of Shabbos is to experience the Oinik Shabbos, the light, the godliness, the holiness of Shabbos. And it's Wednesday, and he doesn't know how is he going to get ready for Shabbos. He doesn't have what to eat, and more importantly, more significantly, more challenging, how is he going to prepare himself spiritually? Yet it is Eid, on Shabbos we're all different the Rebbe brings down and it's <laughs> even an an ignorant person doesn't lie on Shabbos it's an interesting halacha the din is a din in Taylor called Demai what does Demai mean? Demai means that in the time of Bayez Shady there were many Jews who didn't separate Maizid the tithe they separated Truma the fifty, the two percent, the, the time you made, the two out of a hundred, one out of fifty, they had to give the coin they separated, but they didn't separate the tithe and give it to a lady. For whatever reasons, that's a terrible avail. Not let it eat. It's called tevel. 
if a person went to an Amoritz's house, and Amoritz gave him bread, he doesn't know whether the Amoritz separated Maisel or not. This is called Maisel. It's a Suffolk table. It's a possibility of table. So Din says, he's not allowed to eat until you take Maisel. The problem is, on Shabbos, you can't separate Maisel. You can't do it. Shabbos, is not allowed to separate. So what do you do? You come to an Amoritz's house, Shabbos, you use a piece of bread. Shabbos, you can eat the Maisel. That same piece of bread, the Amoritz tells you, I promise you, I took Maisel. You can believe it. The same piece of bread. The same Amoritz. Shabbos ends. You can't eat it anymore. I and Shabbos, you trusted him that he separated Maisel. Because on Shabbos, any Meshachar, that Shabbos and Amoritz won't lie. The minute Shabbos passes, it's the same stick of bread. Same piece of bread. You're the half of the loaf. You can't trust him anymore to take a bread. Isaiah did it. So the Rebbe brings this. Shabbos, Afilu Amoritz, it's a Lashem from the Yerushalmi, I think, but it's Allah. Afilu Amoritz, any Meshachar, but Shabbos, even an Amoritz doesn't lie on Shabbos. Everybody's different on Shabbos. But that's the Pnimiest of Shabbos. That's not the technical Shabbos, not working. That's the Neshama, that's the day that Shabbos were completely different. Since Wednesday, and Shabbos is coming, how am I going to be prepared for Shabbos? It's depressing. It's disappointing. When a person looks at himself on Wednesday, if you don't think about Shabbos, you have no problems. But if you do think about Shabbos, there's a disappointment, there's a frustration, there's a pain. The frustration, the pain is... I gotta get ready for Shabbos. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do. Spiritually speaking, materially speaking, it's also a problem. But spiritually speaking, it's especially difficult. You can't buy that with money. You have to buy that with neshama, with kishkis. It's not so easy to acquire things when the cost is a piece of yourself. So it becomes depressing. The eight said the answer is lachunirana, sing. Try to say, what's made singing? Trust. which I recently learned myself it speaks about different types of relationship with Hashem I'll tell you what the Maimon is about the Maimon talks about the Tzir's Messiah it's about going out of Messiah and the Rabbi there are many many more on this Tzir's Hashem represented by the lives of the Jewish people in Egypt and how they left Egypt until they arrived at Hasina. The three levels are basically, I'll tell you the point first and I'll explain it. The first level is a Munu. The second level is called Akhara followed behind God, which I'll explain to you momentarily. And the third level is called Panim Panim, to meet the Abish face to face. The point is like this, and let's be psychological. We all let's let's talk about ourselves. In other words, we all go through better days, bad, worse days, holier days, and more difficult days. We go through periods of time when we're very close to the Abish. We go through periods of time when we're exceptionally far from 
Hashem. I don't mean geographically. There's no such thing as close and far in area. I mean close and far in Mahus. Our essence, we feel very far with Nebish. We feel very heavy. As we were discussing in the previous class, there's a certain lethargy, a certain sluggishness, almost a depression which consumes us. And we have to deal with it. So we have three, I'm sorry, we have different conditions. There are times that we feel very attached, very close to the Abishtad, and there are times that we feel very remote, very distant from the Abish, very distant from the Abishtad, right? So what's the answer? When you feel very close to Hashem, ride it like a wave, right? I've never ever gone surfing, <laughs> and I am afraid to try, because uh, I'd like to come teach tomorrow. Um, right? But people who surf will tell you, what's the art of surfing? What's the whole chokhmah of surfing? You're riding on waves. You're riding on waves that go up and down. I'm not talking about the Tzniya's questions at all. Just, just, I'm talking about the ease. Um, every wave crests. Every wave falls. If the wave didn't fall, it wouldn't be a wave. Right? And every crest rises. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a, a wave. What makes it a wave is the they make the pictures, right? I wish they were that neat. <laughs> but that's what waves are. A person who's surfing rides the waves. Riding the waves, has a, it's, it's, it's a chokhmah. Of course, a part of that chokhmah is identifying a wave, and this is preemption. You have to have a, a, a feel, especially for very large waves, to know when it's coming. And again, I'm speaking at a... I'm so ignorant, I don't even know how ignorant I am. Okay, and the, part of that is knowing how to anticipate the wave. But the actual experience is this. When the wave comes, you stand up, you take up as much, you want to become a sail, you want to take up as much space as possible, and let the wave carry you. When the wave falls, when the wave crests, you curl up into a little ball. You want to be as, you're, you're, as they say in physics, your, your uh, center of gravity should be as close to the ground as possible. Because otherwise you'll fall off the board. It's very simple. So, it's a series of waves and crests. Avodis Hashem is the same way. We have highs and lows. We have good days and bad days. Good moments and bad moments. Very inspired times and very lean times. And not always is it up to us. Sometimes, many times, I saw that the Ayid went into the Rebbe Tichidis in 1950. And he said to the Rebbe, how come on Avodis Hashem his waves and crests, highs and lows? And the Rebbe told him because Lamayla is Dashi, knew him. Because in heaven, there are good days and bad days. There are times the Abish is closer to you, so you will feel more inspired. There are times the Abish is more distant from you, so for you it's a greater chance. In other words, the Rebbe didn't say, you got lazy, you didn't get enough sleep, you didn't eat right, you didn't do exercise. The Rebbe said, the Abish just sometimes makes it harder. And the Abish is, sorry? <laughs> I'm sure you're supposed to be balanced in that book. In Avodis Hashem, I'm sure there is. But uh, we'll, we'll work that into the next marshal. <laughs> I didn't think, I remember it. You're speaking to a person that can only say what he knows, but ain't very much. But in any event, um, so the Rebbe says there are times that the Abish is closer to us and we're more inspired. There are times that the Abish is more distant from us. And as a result, it's more laborious. What's the Avodis Hashem shifts. If we're fixed, if we're akshanim, if we're stubborn, if we're hard as opposed to flexible, so we'll either fall off from the wave or we'll, uh, we'll 
will fall backwards from the crest. We don't have the ability to adapt to the different circumstances. When they're able to give you and the Tzitzit of Leila, run with it. When you see you have unbelievable inspiration, do great things. When you feel yourself not pushed, everything is difficult, curl up into a ball. And as Avodis Hashem, this means go back to Kabbalah sale. Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to outsmart the Yitzhahara. Outstubber the Yitzhahara. And a Yid is blessed with more stubbornness even than a mother. But you have to adapt it. In other words, when you're doing well, let your mind, let your heart, let your senses be full of Getlachkeit. When you're not doing well, and you try to incorporate your mind, you're, gonna, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable, you don't have the power to sustain it. Curl up with the bowl, go back to Kabbalah Seyo. So the Rebbe says in the Maimon, that when Yid were in they had nothing except the moon. The only thing that held them was faith. They didn't even have mitzvahs. They just knew that this is Emmas. They had a pintala point. They left Mitzrayim. They have to go from Amuna to Ponim Ponim. They have to go from a condition of Amuna to seeing the Amish face to face. Meaning to say they should be so inspired. And not just inspired spiritually. Their mind to be full of the understanding of God. Their heart to be full of the feelings for the Amish. Their senses should be enriched by the awareness of Hashem in every sense. So the Rebbe says there's a middle point. There's a middle step in going from what they had in Mitzrayim to Mount Tater. This is called the Bishop says, go, you follow. <laughs> you don't want to follow. You're not interested in following. It doesn't make sense to you. You have to have Kabbalah self-mashmah. So the Rebbeim say, this is, you have it in the Maimonim of Pesach. Then avoid, I, I learned it in the Purim, the Kemayim, but you have Maimon Pesach also, that Avoid Hashem has these three steps. The first, the most elementary step is a Munin, just a Hold on to the Abishtet. The second step is Kabbalah sale. Follow. And this is the way you come to the third step, Panim upon him, to greet the Abishtet face to face. In other words, to be rich in Avoid Hashem. If when we're down, when things are not right in our Mohus, we try to be rich in Avoid Hashem, we will get hurt. Because Kabbalah sale is stronger than the mind and the heart and the senses. It always is. But the Abishtet wants us to fill the mind and the heart and the senses. So when we feel like we're in the right frame of mind. Fill your mind, your heart, your senses with get lachite. When you feel that you're in the not in the correct frame of mind, you have to curl up into the bowl, you have to resort to Kabbalah Seyo. So I believe that what the Rebbe is saying, it comes Wednesday. You just get ready for Shabbos. And you don't have mitvos, you don't have what the Shabbos with. We don't only mean this. We don't only mean this. Materially, we mean this more importantly spiritually. I'm a yid. I'm a servant of the Eibushter. Servant of the Eibushter means that there are times that to come close to the Eibushter. To come close to the Eibushter, I have to have with what? Shabbos, the time to come close to the Eibushter is the eight of the chuneran and trust. Sing, but this is not a song of richness. It's not. It's it's a song of, of trust and hope. It's a song that comes from the epitome of being distant. So I'm going to suggest. I don't know for sure if this is the chat, but I'm going to suggest that the translation of the word betachan in context means faith in the Eibishter, or perhaps in a little bit of a translated way, the idea of serving Hashem with the Kabbalah self. It's taka, I have to get ready for Shabbos. I want Shabbos to happen. I want to experience Shabbos. I need to be prepared. I'm not prepared. The first thing is the betachan and the amun, the trust. And I'll explain it to you in our daily lives. We all daven three times a day. Right? Right. <laughs> but do we all daven three times a day? Or 
we understand each other perfectly, right? Maybe we don't speak the same language, but the message is getting across. We all daven. But do we daven? We daven. We're supposed to daven. We daven. That's a good thing. Don't misunderstand. But we're supposed to daven, not daven. And it's not so easy to daven. What is the prerequisite? What is the requirement to daven as opposed to daven? Of course, hachone, preparation. <laughs> right? There used to be an advertisement on the radio. The worst thing you can do to your car is turn on the engine. <laughs> Why? The car is cold. The engine is, is, is friction. And you burn out the air. That's what you got to do. You have to warm it up. Condition yourself. You can't walk into shul from God. Shalom aleichem. I'm here. I came to daven. There has to be condition. There has to be a preparation. And in the Maimonic Hasidus, they talk about different steps of preparation. And in the perfect world, the first step of preparation is tikkun chatzayis. It's getting up at midnight to say to warm for the base hamikdash. If not at midnight, so of course two in the morning when we all get up, we can't get up. Some of us can't get up at midnight, so we get up for the. <laughs> two hours after midnight, right? Of course, we all get up at that hour. Some of us at eight, and we mourn for the base of Mikdash, and we say till them, and then we learn Taylor till the morning. What? Pinchatos. is medieval. It's a bitterness. And in the context of in other words, in as much as Tikkachatos, the preparation for davening, it's called Shikhiyamech Beisadech. That's what it's called in my modern. Shikhiyamech Beisadech means a resolution to divorce ourselves from Gashmis. That's what it means. Am I ready to daven? No. Am I tuned in? Am I sensitized? Am I inspired? Am I. Are <laughs> as I'm supposed to be? No. But I made a commitment, like a Maidani. This initial event, this act of Shikriyah is a very superficial. It's a Chitzainiyaz dick, it's a superficial thing. But it's the first step. After you have an initial Shikriyah then you can slowly but surely put yourself in the mindset of davening. You can start to think and talk about the Eibishter. And as you all know, the Seder of Tefillah, especially Shachris, first we start talking about the Eibishter on the level of how he takes care of us. Davening doesn't begin with talking about the greatness of God. Davening begins with talking about our dependency on the Eibishter. And of course that makes a lot of sense because it's very easy to talk about Hashem when we're talking about not Hashem because He's true and because He's you know, whatever else. But because he... And that means me. <laughs> it's very easy to connect to the Abish, And then you go higher and higher and higher till you come to the Shemayna Esther. You're serving in front of your maker. But there's a process. So if davening is a daily example, Shabbos is a weekly example. It's Wednesday. And how I'm ready for Shabbos? Not at all. Listen, let's, let's be blunt. Yesterday was Shabbos. No, the kishka was delicious. The chant was wonderful. The kugel was extraordinary. But was it Shabbos? Don't answer the question. I won't answer the question either. <laughs> Don't misunderstand. We're all in the same boat. Shabbos, Shabbos is a different type of a day. The Rebbe's program, I remember this, hearing this as a teenager from the Rebbe. And being so not comfortable with it, I didn't even go discuss it with my mashpim. I was a kid that was 16 years old. I was first learning how to listen to the Rebbe, which it was very difficult. And every Shabbos, they ever did the same thing. Finish Shabbos, all your work is done. All your work is done. Sunday, I gotta go back to work. Monday, I have to.
to be on time. What's made to you? And the Rebbe would explain that when Shabbos comes, it is like next week you don't have to work. That's it. You've worked and you don't have to work anymore. Sunday will come, oh, it's a new revelation, a new day, you gotta work. But Shabbos, Shabbos like Mashiach came. That's, that's not an easy madrege, and we're not talking here only about Panasa. We mean Baruch Nisan Yonim, Komalach Chasuyah. Chasuya is predicated on Malach Chasuya that all week you worked. Comes Wednesday and you're saying Lachun Ananah. I didn't do anything to prepare for Shabbos. The eighth of the And again, I, I don't know if this is true, but I'm going to translate it this way. You, you didn't prepare for Shabbos. Begin with Amunah. Amunah means prepare. You're the Abish's world. The Abish is going to help you. Make a commitment that you're going to have Shabbos. Trust. Trust the Abish. They trust yourself. You're going to have Shabbos. There's work to do. But the first thing you have to do is trust, believe believe in the Ebishter, believe that the Ebishter is going to give you the Kayach to have a real Shabbos and we'll talk about this more later when we go on to the next thing, but let's continue in the meantime okay but I want to begin again second line, page Vav, second line Mitvach you see the place, Mitvach Wednesday when a person begins to think Vuvet menemen. Shabbos? How am I going to have what I need for Shabbos? In other words, just like you wake up in the morning and you ask yourself, am I going to daven today or am I just going to daven? Yeah, so Wednesday, wake up in the morning and ask yourself, Shabbos is coming. Am I going to have Shabbos or am I not going to have Shabbos? Yeah. Hein bepashtus materially. When hein, as well as midvas vet men, Shabbos, and how are we going to have the spiritual Shabbos? And the Rebbe says in the parenthesis, Yedder Yid is the Shabbos God on Nandere, and Shabbos altogether different like I mentioned before the halach afil amor it's any mishaka b'shabbos it's negil amai sepeil v'halach it's disappointing you stop and you think about yourself and you don't feel good the answer is lechun ala sing trust 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 what is trust what is trust <laughs> what is trust there's a lashon from somebody I forgot from whom but I I want you to try this on for size okay think about this think about this it could be from the free to get ever if a man is out in the ocean and he's drowning and he's drowning and he looks up to the surface of the water and he sees a straw and he reaches for it that's not trust now what are the chances of the straw holding him up and saving his life zero but there's a hope <laughs> zero. There's not even a straw. And I trust. It's Wednesday. Shabbos is coming. I am totally unequipped, completely unprepared, not sensitized, not focused, not in a frame of mind to put myself in the Shabbos condition. The talk and trust. Trust the Eibishter. And really, part of this is also trusting you. Then you'll serve the Eibishter. Shabbos begins with trust. Just like, as I told you earlier, the daily avoid begins with the the initial event of being a Jew is acceptance. This is the Amis. I'm holding by it. I'm not holding by it. Meisha tells Eibish to behave. Le yaminu, they're not going to listen to me. Eibish says, Oh yeah, go talk to them. Vayamenu, they believe. That's 
the first dimension of being a Jew. The second dimension of being a Jew is because you believe you follow. And then you reach the third Madreg upon him upon him. So Wednesday comes, all you can muster is with a trust, trust. You'll have a Shabbos. But the trust is what's creating this Shabbos. It's not like I believe and roll over and go back to sleep. The trust itself is the first step in getting ourselves in a condition that there should be a Shabbos. When it comes to Thursday comes. It comes closer to Shabbos. And there's still nothing. On Wednesday, I said to Abish, Abish, I believe you, I trust me, will have a Shabbos. No, what do I do about it? Gunish. I trust. I have to do something, right? So Thursday comes, the next day comes, I have to do something. Trust becomes difficult. Just to trust that the Abish is going to give me for Shabbos, just to trust that I'm going to find power within my soul to have Shabbos becomes more difficult. So what's the Teretz? We have to do something. What's the second step, Take? The second step is You have to follow behind the Abish. You're not yet in a position of being intimate with the Abish, which is what Shabbos is, but you have to do something. And the Rebbe says, is as mezit donishtik nacht. We sit the whole Thursday night. Omalent chesidus. And we study chesidus. We're helping ourselves prepare for Shabbos. Okay? In other words, Wednesday we do nothing except believe. Thursday we have to do something. And the preparation for Shabbos, the Rebbe says technically is learning chesidus. And we'll talk about this momentarily. Yemel, so then, is Friday. When Friday comes, that Hertman, we feel, Kekel God of the game, and Amela God of the game. We felt that Abish is a great God and a great king. And now we have something for Shabbos. Now, I. There's a lot of problems with Hayyam Yem, which is perfectly acceptable. Hayyam Yem is what, 15 lines, and it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a lifetime of Avoida. But one of the problems, the obvious problems, is that the Rebbe doesn't explain the middle puzzle. The Chun is three psukim, right? Please, by the way, don't mind. Let's read. Come, let us sing to the Abishter. Nariya means to call, to cry out. Litzur, to Litzur. What does Litzur mean? To our rock, our heaven, our rock. Yeshenu, the bright rock, Yeshua. Nekadma pono betedo. Let us greet his countenance with thanks and bismides and with song. Nariya light. We will call to him. Because Kale Godu Hashem, the Abishter is a God of greatness. Moreover, Umelak Godu, he's a God of greatness and he's a King of greatness. I'll call the King over all the Malach. These are the three psukim that we say on Wednesday. So again, I'm learning the Hayyim Yim with you. I'm supposed to teach it to you. When I'm telling you what's written in the Hayyim Yim, I tell it to you for sure. When I'm telling you what I think that Yom Yom means, I need to tell you that I think this is what Yom Yom means. I gave you a whole explanation of the Chun as Bitoch. Okay? 
to tell you something else, which doesn't say explicitly in the Hayyam Yayim. I think it's implicit in the Hayyam Yayim, but I want to make it plain. What I'm about to say, like what I said in the last half an hour, doesn't say the Fadish Hayyam it just seems to me to be the Pshat. And it's what I told you before. These three Sukkim are essentially Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You prepare for Shabbos, there's three days of preparation. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. L'chun is Wednesday, betochen. Thursday, even though it doesn't say in the Ayyam Yayim, I'm going to allow ourselves to assume that the second Pasuk is Thursday's Pasuk. This is Friday's Pasuk. You understand what I'm saying? In other words, I'm adding words to the Ayyam Yayim. I'm obviously doing it, I'm doing it only, perhaps, I, but I, I, I teach this to you. <laughs> you want to live a bit like a bola sale that's givaldic, it's fine, but that's not called learning. That's called accepting. So what we're going to do is we're going to make this assumption that these three psukim are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. What does the Rebbe say about Wednesday? Wednesday a Jew discovers he's totally unprepared for Shabbos. What's the Eitzah? Betochen. Thursday, Betochen is not enough. Because Betochen, trust in Eibishtid, think about it, doesn't really mean I trust the Eibishtid. It means I trust me, I trust me, I'm going to have Shabbos. Wednesday I can trust. Thursday I got to do something. What am I doing? And if you trust on Wednesday and do on Thursday, so on Friday you're going to have to kill In other words, you're preparing for Shabbos. Just like we discussed earlier, you have to prepare for davening and the preparing for davening is begins with what? Let's explain in all of Chassidus that the beginning of prayer is acceptance, it's submission, it's bittle, right? This acceptance, this submission, this bittle is not rich at all. He wakes up in the morning and says, Meidani. Yeah. What does Meidani mean? I'm not in the mood, I'm not interested, I want to go back to sleep. Meidani lefanecha. Right? The Meidani is defiant of me. So what happens? Now that I said Meidani, I'm interested, I'm in the mood, and I want to get out of bed, I still don't want to, but I'm going to do it. That's the first step. Meidani doesn't mean I'm going to go back to sleep after I say Meidani and watch Nagavasa. Meidani means I'm going to get out of bed. So I'm doing something in spite of myself. This in spite of me is a Kaylee that later on... I should experience the Eibishter in davening. I stand from yesterday, yeah? And I put my feet together. And I don't chuckle a lot because I'm a Lubavitch and I'm imitating the Rebbe, yeah? So I stand still and I'm davening. I'm davening. I'm not just whispering words and counting how many seconds till the end of Shmanesra. I'm davening. It doesn't happen by itself. You have to have a chodesh, the preparation. And the beginning of the preparation is made on. So if it's true on a daily basis, on a prayer by prayer basis, it's true when it comes to Shabbos. Wednesday is Lachunidan and our means trust. Trust means to say what? I have nothing to get myself ready for Shabbos. I'm totally unconditioned, not only for Shabbos, I'm totally unconditioned for any Avaidah which would bring me to the point of Shabbos. But it's a start. It's a Shalom Aleichem. I have to 
And think about it. What the Rebbe is really saying is it's not just trusting that the Abish is going to give me for Shabbos. Shalot and Kishken, fish, chal, and wine, the Abish has to give me. But the Primius of Shabbos, the idea that on Shabbos I have to connect to the Abish and Davin and learn and try to experience the Ruchni, the Goenic Shabbos, I have to do that for me. The Abish that creates the possibility of what does Hashem have to do on our own. So when I say I have a talking on Wednesday, I have a talking in myself, a talking in my own Nishama, a talking in my own possibility to serve the Abish and to develop a relationship. When it comes Thursday, we're talking not enough. It has to be Akhre of Ayala Kekhan. You have to do something. And that's the Avaid of Thursday night. Now, I don't expect you to notice, but the Rebbe says it in the Maimorim, it's from all the Sifrei Mos and Sifrei Kabbalah, that Thursday night is, is a time of Tshuva, and Shabbos is a time of Tshuva. In other words, just like on a daily basis, before we say Shema, when we say Shema at night, it's Tshuva for the day. Thursday night is Tshuva for the week. And Shabbos is also Tshuva. Shabbos, Aesir Tashiv, as I'm sure you know, Shabbos is the same letter of the word Tashiv, which means to return. The difference is that the Tshuva of Shabbos is a higher kind of Tshuva, Tshuva a Shabbos Dikit Tshuva. And Thursday night is Tshuva Tata, it's a lower kind of Tshuva. Parenthesis, forgive me for the digression, even if you don't, I'm going to tell you anyway. That when the Friedrich Rebbe was a little boy, think the Friedrich Rebbe. So they were talking about the Tshuva of Shabbos. So his, he asked his father, his grandfather, what does it mean a Shabbos de Ketshuva? What does it mean a Shabbos de Ketshuva? So his grandfather told him a whole week there are no sweets in the house. So you don't eat sweets. Shabbos, there's, there's, there's what parents call junk available. So he says, the Tshuva of Shabbos is now that you have the opportunity to indulge in candies and cookies and cake and chips. You don't. That's the Shabbos de Ketshuva. This is what, I, I think the Rebbe Rashab told the three to get up. And if I'm wrong, so then the Rebbe Rashab heard from the Rebbe the tshuva of Shabbos is not to go away from evil. It's to experience oneness with Hashem. To return to the Eibishter. Thursday night is a time of cleansing ourselves, of refining ourselves. That would be the peril of follow the Eibishter. The Eibishter is back to you when he's going forward. Follow him. You don't see the Abisha. You're not experiencing the riches of Alakus. Accept the yoke of heaven. Do what you have to do. Emunah means to accept that you will do what you have to do. Is doing what you have to do. And this brings you to ponder upon him. To meet the Abisha face to face, which is Shabbos. Says that Wednesday is You accept. You sing the song of trust. I trust in the Abisha and I trust in me. This is not, of course, egocentric. It's humble. Because what you're trusting is that you're going to wake up and do something. It's not going to happen automatically. And then when it comes Thursday, I do the lower tshuva, the tshuva of self-examination and being critical of self and working on ourselves when we're not in a rich state. We're still riding a crest. It's not a wave. Shabbos is the wave. And it's called, in the Pasuk, Nekadma, Fona, Beseda will greet his face with taida, with thanks. And taida, of course, is the same word as the word Maidani. Right? Nobody knows that. With acceptance. And Bizmiras, Nariya Zemiris also denotes a lower madreg of Avedis Hashem. In Hasidus it's brought, in other words, what I'm doing right now is I'm translating the word Teide and Zemiris. Thursday 
night you greet his countenance with thanks, with taida means submission, and bismides with song, nariya lay. Nariya also means to sing, but it means to cry out, like the word teruah. Taida and bismides are both lower levels. Taida is the word haida or maida, to accept. Bismides means to sing songs. But in Hasidus it's brought, and we've spoken about this many, many, many times, the translation of the words psuke dezimra, passages of zemir. And it's brought to Hasidus that the word for cutting, one of the many words for cutting, is lezamer aritzi. To cut off, not to prune. Zemir, right? They will beat swords into plows. And spears, which are long-term weapons. The tools that prune, that cut off. So the word zemir means to sing, but it also means to cut off the nefesh of Bahamas. It's a gemara, it's in chesidus, it's in tanya, and it's in the tzidin. The praise of God is in their throat. The they're holding a double-edged sword in their hand. It's it's, it's Kapitel Kufman test, the second and the last parsha of Tilim. Let me just say that the singing that we do kills Yetarada. In other words, when we get excited about Avodas Hashem, that excitement is not only about coming goes with Hashem; it's about defeating the Yetarad. So these two expressions, getting back to the and now the translates means to trust. To trust that when Shabbos comes, we'll have Shabbos. It won't just be, you know, the Chitanyas of Shabbos. It'll be the theme of Shabbos. I always tell my kids, they tell Michael's eye for this digression. <laughs> we grew up going to Fabrengans, yeah? When I was a Bachet, then Fabrengans, maybe three out of four weeks. Okay. Sometimes three out of five. But the Fabrengans are very frequent. In the winter time, Shabbos ends what time? Ten after five. Twenty after five. Today, I did a quarter to six. It happened a dozen times a winter <laughs> that we didn't make Yiddish. We literally did not make Yiddish. A cup of wine, especially Ganelis Langrel of Ashala, before I begged you, didn't want to drink, at least I could, because I'd be dizzy, I couldn't listen. Today's wine is easier to drink, but that we called it gasoline for a reason. You couldn't drink the wine. So if you had grape juice or you had someone who had Mercedes Nefit, drink a cup of wine for everybody. You didn't make Yiddish. You came home, David of Minchet, my neighbor, of a shalom for stain and of them the lich, he would stand with. It got yet that's true. He would wait for us. Six o'clock, six thirty. Shabbos over an hour and a half. It got yet that's true. And we would say yeah. He was laughing at us and we were laughing at him. To him, not eating chalot and Shabbos like not fasting Yom Kippur. <laughs> and by us, the priority in eating chalot makes him keep it into a mockery. It's a different culture and. <laughs> Shabbos is about chont. What's better? What? How could you have a better Shabbos and stand the whole day and listen to the Rebbe? What could be better than that? But to have that kind of a Shabbos doesn't happen because you went to the store and you bought bones. You have to prepare yourself. It begins with Lachuna, with the Betachem, with the Amunah, and then you have to do something. The Nakadma Fun of Beseda, Bismidis, Nadia Lights is the lower true. But when you do true, when you accept the Abishta and you take a sing and you sing in a way which cuts off the Nefesh Abahamas as I explained so you you experience Lakus if you want to feel God what do you got to do? what do you have to do to experience the Abishta? 
preface. Where is the Abishtas? Eifahu. <laughs> Where is the Abishtas? The Abishtas right here. The Abishtas on their own soul. The problem is, we're not here. We're someplace else. If we would tune in, we would exp- In other words, the Abishtas are always here. The Abishtas are always available. The Abishtas are always revealed. But we're not... We're busy. We're distracted. So we ourselves up for the feeling of the Abishtad, we don't have to bring the Abishtad into our lives. He's available. To say what I'm saying in other words, you can't get the you can't. There's no way to bring him down. If he's not here, you're never going to have him. And if you have him, he gave himself to you. You don't bring the Abish into your life. He made himself available. You just stop blocking him. That's what the Zechonurana is describing. Shabbos is coming. You want to experience, you want to experience the You want to have a Pnimiyaz Dikeh Shabbos. The Pnimiyaz Dikeh Shabbos, the Neshama of Shabbos requires preparation. Not to create Shabbos. The Abishta to create Shabbos. To remove the obstacles to the Shabbos. To remove this that stands in the way of our own Pnimiyaz. So the first thing is Betach. Trust. Betul. The second thing is Avoida of Bita. To refine ourselves. When a person focuses on Ruchnius and breaks the preoccupation with Gashmius, the emergence of a connection to Hashem is automatic. You don't have to bring Nebuchadnezzar into your life. He's already in your life. And when I say you, I don't mean you to the exclusion of me. I mean each one of us. We don't have to bring the Nebuchadnezzar into our lives. He's already in our lives. We have to take away what stands in between us and, and our own Pneumius, our own Nisham. So Lechun Erdanana accepts that. The Kadma Fanabesedjah basically is beating ourselves up, taking away, changing our priorities, and automatically we discover the Abishtah. Friday, the Abishtah, we don't have to... Friday happens. Wednesday, we have to do. Thursday, we certainly have to do. Friday happens. Kikel God Lavai, the Abishtah is a God of greatness. Omelach God, he's a great king. I'll call him of all the Malach. These are two Madregis, obviously. So the say that it is Wednesday we say I'm not ready for Shabbos I'm in no condition to have Shabbos I'm busy I'm busy I'm having a good time I'm having problems at work I'm having problems here there the other place the beginning of this transition is to accept that it could be otherwise then you have to do something clean refine empty the kishka as they say I've told you the story a bunch of times right if you don't clean the kishka first you can put the best stuffing in it can be impossible to eat you do you have to clean the cave you have to clean the vessel and this is done on Thursday night and then when Friday comes you don't have to bring David into your life he emerges he's available he's here and the Rebbe says and that's what Shabbos is in other words what I'm trying to say is if I'm correct the way that Emarash is explaining Shabbos is similar to the way Chassidus describes the daily avoid of the first thing is you gotta stop <laughs> stop you're a yid you live for a purpose then you have to do something but what you're doing is preparation the bulbs the light bulbs go on automatically the light bulbs go on automatically in the Friedrich Rebbe Sechus you have an expression it's a matbeach it repeats itself again and again avot 
chassidish involved. But the Rebbe, there was no chassidish advantage. The Rebbe was not in. The Rebbe didn't speak this way. Whatever the avonishment of it is, but the Friedrich Rebbe, the most precious thing, was a one-liner, a short little thought, which was an atomic bomb. You know, avod. And the Friedrich Rebbe talks all over his sikhs about the tradition of chassidish avod. A chassid can live his whole life with avod. You know, how many chassidim were there who had one yechidus and they lived their whole life with the instructions they got there? Avod. Avod, by definition, is an inyanatsi. In other words, the more you study it, the more you discover. This is a vault for the marash. It's a vault. It's not a maimit. It's not a long, elaborate, it's a vault. Now, there are many kashas on this vault. But we can't analyze these kashas, certainly not in this framework. But let's at least try and understand what he's, what's the vault. Kashas on the vault is already the next level. You understand what I'm saying? But what is he saying? So, I, 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 this is the third Sunday we're learning this. This is a lot of time to spend on two pieces of Ayyem Yeh. The most interesting thing to me is that he calls it second line this is average this is normal this is Pashat Balabatish what's normal <laughs> what's normal the Chavez Wednesday you're thinking about Chavez and you have to talk Thursday you're doing Chavez the Chavez is a Chavez this is average this is for a regular person Amen <laughs> okay so Rabbi said I want to read Ayayim Yayim over from the beginning to the end it won't take long and the the next Sunday I don't know what next Sunday is going to bring but in either case we'll learn the next so I'm going back to the bottom of page. Hey, please follow me, Rebeita. Misichas Azmor, Misichas Mera Marash, Elul Tafresh Lamed Hey, 1775. The three days prior to Shabbos were praying to Shabbos, and of course, what we may add here is it's not just three days; it's three categories of preparation. Every day we're doing something different. It's not just a unit of three days. It's three steps in Shabbos. Of Shabbos, Doctor and Zayad, regarding Shabbos, it's written in the Zayad. The name is Baruch and Kula Yemen. It blesses all the days of the week. And again, in convention, in most Maimarim, when you say Shabbos blesses six days, it means which six days? The six days after Shabbos. Here he says, no. Shabbos blesses the three preparation days also. All the days means all six days of the week. Hashem gives a basic encompassing blessing that encompasses the whole week. On Shabbos, I told you this last week, it says in the Chodedi, Shabbos is the source of all Brach. So from Shabbos is a blessing for all of time, and the blessing involves two parts. God blesses you, Taka. You gotta do something. The blessing is not automatic, it's not for free, you have to do something. Thus, says the Reb Marash, as opposed to how it's normally understood, we're now saying that Shabbos blesses the three days before itself, as well as the three days after itself. The blessing of the three days before is Meyeim Dal begins on Wednesday. When that Anzag is the job, you're being told Shabbos is coming, is the Kleine Lechuneran, the small Lechuneran, I don't know if it says Gimel Sukkim that is three days. Turn the page. Turn over now. Beer Gimel Sukkim. Let's explain these three passages of the Chunaran and 
the midah the mutas. We're not going to talk to big chassidim. We're not going to talk to tzaddikim. We'll talk to regular people like me and like you. It's the average midah. Midah kaladim, which is the measure of each person. Mitzvah. It's when as mehev don terach, the person starts to think ruvet menemen of shabbos. How am I going to have for shabbos? Hey, bepashtus. First of all, bepashtus materially. When hey, as well as mitzvah vet men shabbos. How is a Jew gonna have Shabbos spiritually? Yeah, there is that the Shabbos got on Monday. We're all different than Shabbos. It's very depressing. We're so not too deep. We're so busy with nonsense, with other stuff. We have no Shabbos gonna come. What Shabbos? Is the eighth? The answer is We're talking trust, belief in Hashem. Right? Trust. Have trust. Believe in the Abishad. And believe that you're going to have a Shabbos. Which really means believe in yourself. When it's come down a shtick, the next day comes, Thursday comes. And then Nantes is Shabbos. It's closer to Shabbos. Unes is Nochal. What did I do? I just trusted. I didn't do it. I said, my Dani. It's not so easy to have trust and faith. We understand something has to be to make a difference. Which is to be, again, assuming that I am correct. The avoid of what's called Chuba Tatar, the lower Chuba, of accepting the Abishtad and refining ourselves. Yamult is practical when Shafadi comes. The Chuba we did Thursday night makes it that the godliness, the Shabbos, emerges on its own. The Herdman, he tells God of the game, and the Melod God, but God is great and He's a great king. Then you have Shabbos. The beginning of the avoid is to accept. Then you have to do Chuba. The Nachvet Lichtik. Have light, and you have it with the Shabbos. Okay. This is Hanukkah. So, the next Sunday we're going to start the next piece. But I have to tell you two things. We're, in Halacha, in Shulchan Aruch, it says it's, about, it's the famous Machlag in Shami and Hillel. How are you supposed to prepare for Shabbos? Hillel says. You're supposed to trust that when Shabbos comes, the Shabbos is going to give you the best. Shammai says that they give in the minute for Shammai Azokin, that Sunday he would find a good piece of food, a good animal, he put it away for Shabbos. Tuesday he found a better one, so he ate Sundays. Thursday he found a better one, he ate Tuesdays. Now the Gemara, his whole life was Shabbos. Now the Gemara, the Shukhanarach says that the base Hillel, the Tamid Mephil, Hillel himself, even though he had a different meter, he believed you have to trust that Shabbos, Abish did right for Shabbos, did like Shabbos, that the whole week is Shabbos. Day. This is a tradition by many Yidin, that their whole existence is for Shabbos. Polish Yidin from the old days, the weekday, a whole week they're reading the Shabbos Dikah leftovers. It's on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're saying, because they're still eating Shabbos Dikah food. 